our camera opens up in the lower, basically basement level of the Lowell University as a tall man, uh, somewhere in the area of 6'1", strong, broad shoulders, uh, something that somebody might say is, is a little country strong, or uh, he's built like a linebacker or lineman in the uh, in the college football days. He's wearing a university jacket, and he's walking through these halls, looking from the doors to a piece of paper in his hand, and just up and down, looking for something. Until he finally finds what he's looking for, and the camera will pass from where he is standing in front of the door, through the door, into a little office, and... I guess, would you be in a little office or would you be in the, the library stacks down there? Uh, about if this is relatively early? Yeah, this is maybe seven thirty, eight o'clock at night. Yeah, the first thing he would do is probably head to, uh, Terrence would head to his, uh, his small, tiny adjunct professor office. Adjunct to, just like, is it right off the hallway or is it off oh, of I, the library? Uh, adjunct being a title. So right. the office itself would be stashed on probably like the highest floor in the fuck you part of the building where you have an office that's about big enough to hold a desk, a filing cabinet, a chair, and enough okay. space to walk in and shut the door behind you. In that case, where does he work when he's in the basement? Uh, of the library? Yeah. So is there stacks down mind, there? Or is yeah, it... so you would you would head down a door. There's a heavy you – know, you say what you will about colleges and their budgets – they tend to have heavy, solid oak doors. So there'd be a solid oak door that went down into these dark, danky steps. And it's just a hallway. It's just straight off the steps. It's just a hallway. There's a door to the left. Ten feet. Door to the left. The first door would lead to those stacks. Just a big room with uh, stacks of the uh, of, of shelving. But it's, it, the room itself is just a big square room, and then the other, the second door would be the small office, which is his haven slash alternative office slash very special, super duper cool library office. Cool. So this big country boy stands in front of this door, and the camera transitions through the door to reveal stacks and stacks of books and other library materials. The camera continues down these stacks until it makes a turn and comes to another door. The store has a, a bracket for a name, perhaps even a title, out of the person who is supposed to be running this office, but there is nothing currently slotted in there. Passing through this store, we hear the sounds of somebody eating or, or chewing or something. And on the other side of it, there is a man... And down at his wrist is a young woman on her knees and consuming the blood from said wrist. If you could make me a rouse check for feeding Sandy, your ghoul, some of your vitae tonight. And then feel free to describe yourself and what Sandy looks like in your office. Great. Uh, what did you roll on your rouse check? Uh... A seven. A seven. Cool. So you do not get hungry or feeding here a little bit of your blood. He, what it, what's happening is she's feeding from him, and so you see mm -hmm. this uh, this heavy set woman 
with a, a long, tight ponytail, bra- or like, like braided down, almost to the floor as she's on her knees. And she is uh, wearing like this pink pullover shirt, and she's, you know, sipping it pr- politely, I would say. His arm is outstretched, his left arm is outstretched, rigid. His right arm is writing something. He has a lead holder pencil, and he is making notes in a leather-bound book. And he is finishing at the bottom of the page, puts the pencil down. As he only has the one hand, he has to place the pencil down, flip to turn the page over, and continue making notes in the tome. His eyes not leaving the paper for a moment, completely disconnected from what's happening at his left wrist. What does he look like? Uh, he's got uh, like sandy brown hair. Uh, a little product in it, kind of moosed up. Turtle shell glasses. Uh, so you got uh, green eyes. He is wearing a tan jacket with the elbow patches. A blue Oxford shirt. And some uh, gray chinos. And some uh, light brown leather, uh, like, like slip-over type shoes. Uh, I will. A penny loafers without the little tassel. How tall is he? He is five nine. Weight would probably be around one ninety. Cool. Uh, it's just been slurping at your vitae for a little while now. Um, you have not yet felt an increase in your hunger from doing so, but. You know from the time that you've been doing this that she will drink as much as you are willing to give. So you are welcome to, uh, you are welcome to cut her off whenever you want. So are we about done? You pull on your arm away from as you make your statement, or do you just uh, let it? Go? No, he's still, he's still, he, he won't see the reaction. It's a stern. Are we about without looking again? He's writing. He's not breaking. He's not. It, Forget stride. We're not breaking this sentence. Okay? This sentence is more important. Are we about done? And he's going to wait for three or four seconds for her to respond. Sure. Uh, there is a tenseness that passes through her where her hands grip your arm a little bit tighter for a second, but then one last big pull, like you're trying to get that last bit of milkshake. And then a big lick around the section of your wrist where your uh, where you opened it up for her to be able to drink, and just mirroring it all across your skin before she releases your your arm in your hand, and she sits there breathing a little heavily, eyes closed in bliss, because as you may remember, tasting Vitae as a mortal is. Oh, it's it's the good shit. Yes, well, I hope you have enough for what you have to do, Terrence says, his eyes looking at the wound closing up around his wrist. He rubs it with his right thumb, turns his left wrist over, flexes his hand open and shut, looking at the tendons as they flex, open and closed. He then glances at her for the first time. So... Collecting herself, she will see. Uh, yeah, um, there was a a meeting that was supposed to be, and then there's just a that you hear out in the stacks as somebody 
has knocked upon the door. Yes. Well, I have to attend to that. And, of course, I've taken this time to give you a list of your duties for the evening. Once this, or once my duties have concluded, he'll take the piece of paper in the book, carefully, using his left and right hand, ripping it out right along the uh, the binding. Here you are. These are the books that have to be organized and reset. And, of course, this doesn't include the books that will, ha- that will be adjusted for tonight. Uh, I will update you as soon as possible. But again, you know what to do. They'll be on the small table by the door. Of course, of course. She takes a moment to get herself together, straighten her hair back out a little bit, and uh, takes a little compact mirror to make sure she gets all of your vitae from around her mouth. Uh, have you used the Blush of Life already this evening? Not yet, no. Okay. Given as you do not know who is out there, are you going to force your body into a facsimile of being alive, or are you going investigate beforehand? We'll investigate. Sure. Walking out into your domain, not in the vampiric term, but in the area that you uh, that you lured yourself over out here into the stacks and. Begin to look. It's it is not difficult for you to get a look at this guy before he sees you. This is a place that you are very familiar with, and he is looking around, looking at this piece of paper, you know, looking thin here. Uh, and he'll just call out with a "Hello, is anybody down here? I I was told I could I could find Mister Mister Kite down here." Uh, Terrence will roll his eyes to the back of his skull tilting his head slightly back into the right (sighs) a sigh even though he doesn't need to breathe he will now summon the blush of life does require a rouse check correct Ooh, we have rolled a one (laughs) is a one Uh, good no it's, it's the opposite of good it's usually very bad uh, down at the bottom of your sheet, you will see five pips next to hunger. Hunger, please add a second pip to your hunger. Okay. But I am at two pip, correct? You are at two pip. All right. I'm with you. Cool. Uh, ball is in your court now that you have seen this guy looking around. Uh, excuse me. The library is closed, Terrence says, looking at his wrist where there had been a gash a moment before and not looking at the person in front of him. Guy turns around. Uh, give me, I guess, just a awareness and wits roll, real quick, just to see if you can you can pick up a few things. All right, awareness and wits. I'll probably get my wits here. Get get my wits about me. Mm. Why did I roll? I am clicking the little dice button. Uh, so you're gonna want to click the little dice button next to awareness first because then it'll put up a little pop up that asks you what attribute you would like to roll with it right i see it so what, what, what excuse me what do i roll with wits is it wits and wit it would be wits and awareness if you can collect this uh can select the skill but you may have to just close that box yeah. and start it the other way all right so i click wits it comes up second attribute 
Uh, I do not see a. It's it's an attribute, right? This is a trait roll for awareness. Yeah, that's for, for, why. I'm sorry for wit. That's why I said hit awareness first. Oh, okay. And then wit. Yeah. I now understand what you were trying to communicate. There we go. Modifiers are none, I believe. Correct. Correct. All right. How many successes did you get? I I have a awareness normal success one. Hunger success dice rolled two. Also a one result. So t- I have a one result and a one result. Okay, so you get two successes. Awesome. Uh, cool. Um, typically that won't. The difference in successes will only matter if you get a ten or a one on hunger dice. Otherwise, it's not uh, not a huge deal, and you can just kind of com- combine them. Right. Uh, cool. So this guy, there's a. There's a little something familiar about him, but he is just kind of like a a big boy. He's a little couple inches taller than you, and uh, has a bit of a southern-ish twang to his his accent here, uh, which I will not dare to insult you with attempting, <laughs> at least not tonight. Are you one of the uh, the volunteers? They helped move some of the uh, the packaging in, you know, for the the the, the foam core and the balsa wood. A week oh. ago, I told you if you need to get your money, you're going to have to go through the bursar's office. Oh no, no, Mister. Uh, my name's my name's Jacob. Uh, I'm here looking for a, a Mister. Terrence Kite. Um, I, they told me up in the administration and the. You know the nice secretary ladies upstairs that I could find him down here around this time. Well, I am the aforementioned Terence Kite. Although I think it's past the deadline to get into over really anything, but that he it would interrupts you. He takes he interrupts you by taking a couple of steps forward and going to throw his big arms around you in a hug, saying, "Uncle." Terrence's arms are out to the side, just in his eyes are as, as big as they can be. Pupils, just absolute points of darkness, like pen ink on a page if it had been dropped on. Uh, he he lifts you bodily if you freeze up in that moment. Yeah, oh yeah, he, he lifted up. Terrence is lifted up and his toes point toward the ground limply. Uh, uh, uh-huh. After a moment, he he puts you down. Oh, sorry. I just they told me that uh, I had family up here, and it was it was really exciting. My mom <sighs> said that you you work here, and that wait wait well, wait not... wait wait. wait uh, he he has his left hand up, and he's looking down, and he's pointing his palm at him like as if uh, almost as if to stay back. Just wait 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 wait. J- J- Jacob, Jake. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. What are you, yeah. uh... How you doing, Unc? Uh, he goes to give you a little slap in the arm. It's probably a little too hard, because he's a big boy. He doesn't know his own strength. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, uh, hey, uh, how am I doing? I'm doing, I guess, fine. Uh, g- generally, what are you, uh... What, why are you... I mean, I mean, happy to see you, of course. It's just, you know, I've been... So, 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 how do you find... So, what's happening? I guess. Sorry, I'm just. It's been a long night. I guess. At this moment, there is a 
clicking of a door opening back from where you came, and Sandy, the young woman that you were uh, previously busy with, comes out of your office. She looks down the, the stacks and sees the two of you there, and Jacob, or Jake, Big Jake, gets a stupid grin on his face when you have just finished saying that you've been busy and this young woman walks out of presumably your office and he's like ah okay um uh uh uh, sandy sandy um this is uh apparently my nephew jake jake this is jake you know i I told you about jake right he'll just stare absolute like fucking daggers sandy comes over when you when you go to introduce her and she you know shakes hands with him it was like yeah it's uh what is sandy's last name do you have one for her springer sandy sandy springer i'm a a mr um to mr kite here in the in the stack so if you ever need anything please let me know and i'll be happy to help you find it and she's continuing to shake his hand through this um i've heard so much so so very much about you and at that point, he kind of breaks off the handshake and just gets this big dumb blush on his face. It's like, oh well, that's that's mighty swell because you know there there hasn't been a whole lot of excitement for for me, you know, for just I'm here to make my mark, and now it's now it'll be exciting things to talk about when it comes to old Jake. Yeah, definitely, definitely, and uh, at this point. Terrence will purse his lips and bring in yeah, an, a, a index finger vertically up against them in uh, in thought, in contemplation. Sandy, he'll point at her. Didn't you have... Uh, you would tell me something. You know how my memory is. So, something about the... Uh, some 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 late night, and he's like trying to... He's, he's flicking his wrist. You know, something organizational or some Dewey Decimal thingamabob. Is this some sort of code that you have set up with her previously? Uh, no, but basically it's it's fuck off and go to the library, and and you know shift some books around. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, yes, I have my the books you needed right here, and she'll actually like flash the little paper so that you can see that she has the one that you just wrote out. Not that Jacob would have any idea what any of the titles on said books would mean or any context about them. But she she takes it and she folds it back up and puts it, uh, takes out her phone, puts it between the phone case and the phone, and puts her phone back away. I'm gonna go take care of this right now, sir. Right, great. Um, Jake, it's uh, you know, Terrence Legsill. I I guess I should have led with surprise, not with the hug. Um, are you busy? Do you want to go get a coffee? Mom is so curious about how you've been because she says you guys haven't talked very much recently yeah i've just been uh you know academic life and but sure sure coffee uh yeah i know i know a place there's a cafe uh coincidentally right off of campus oh that'd be swell all right uh he looked at his watch he's got about two hours to kill before he has to be at class look i've got a couple hours but uh i run the the night lab, but I have some time. Let's let's yeah, let's go. Let's let's check it out. But just after that, I gotta go. But 
All right, just tell me, tell me uh, on the way there. We'll walk. It's not that far. Just tell me uh, yeah. what's doing in town, man. He begins telling you about all kinds of things. You get your coat. You guys start walking. You guys begin to move through the campus towards your little cafe. Uh, do you want to establish some details about this cafe as Big Jake is just happy to tell you about things? Sure. It is uh, 100% based on a Starbucks without actually being a Starbucks. Uh, and so it's a one-off place. It's not a franchise, but they've clearly copied the uh, the general idea so that they can offer the services that every college student and professor and, and adjunct professor desires without them having to uh, kowtow to the corporatocracy that is Starbucks. So they've got the little like, music rack of uh, you know indie jazz. They've got uh, you know, three or four different types of major uh, blends of coffees or coffee beans. They have the, the person with the, uh, the handlebar mustache behind the counter who knows all there is to know about both coffee beans and how to operate an espresso machine. Uh, like they're one of those like one man band people. They just have a one, complete and utter knowledge. You know, they can pull this and slam that and hit this button and it just amazing. There you go. I see this is the kind of place that only has certain coffee beans for a limited time. So they keep a fresh like every three months. They have completely different uh available compared to what they had previously. Yeah, I can I can see having like two or three that would be like the standard, and then like every month, the other three sort of rotate through, and they absolutely have one of those chalkboard style like clapboard signs outside. Mm-hmm. That tells like you the different various the specials. Ones. Yeah, like this is our new coffee bean. And if you buy this coffee bean and this kind of blueberry muffin, it's like we you know one dollar off, and and and, and is therefore twelve dollars. <laughs> like when you buy Idaho potatoes at a Five Guys, and they tell you where the potatoes came from. Oh yeah, yeah. They they know the name of the guy who got these beans. I fucking hate this place. <laughs> wow, but it's good though, isn't it? <laughs> so there's a couple of other people here that are getting some studying done, working on papers, just having a a coffee and a little overpriced pastry. And the two of you sit down and have some conversation. Do you? Get a cup of coffee, but more importantly, do you buy Jake a cup of coffee? Yeah, he'll uh, he'll order for both. Okay. Yeah. This place is great, and uh, you know, hey man, you're new in town. Let me. Uh, it, it's simple this way: two cups black, and he'll uh, order two cups of black coffee. Sure. I don't think Jake is the kind of like vente mochi caffiato kind of guy. So. As you guys sit down and begin to talk, he begins to just run off at the mouth, talking about home and talking about your uh, your sister and all of the stuff with that. Um, since this is your NPC and you know more about things that are around him than I do, tell me about some of the stuff sure. that he tells you about. So his, his mother slash Terrence's sister is Valerie. That's her name. And she lives back in Alabama with the rest of the family. She is his older sister. And they were very close growing up. 
but he was always an intellectual, educational type, loved school. She was middle of the road on it. Neither great nor poor. Uh, she married a, uh, a local guy she knew in high school. Uh, had a kid, ergo Jacob. And so she's the wife of a local car salesman. And he, he like, Terrence knows Jacob exists, you know, and has seen him nominally on Facebook. You know, he'll see him, you know, the occasional picture here, there, whatever. Nothing mentioned about coming to this particular university or even an interest in university, by the way. Uh, any other specifics? The basic stuff that you just want to share at this moment. Oh. Ted. Yeah, they, they both, uh, you know, they both enjoyed track, you know, like running track when they were younger and they were in high school. Uh, she was generally about as fast as he was, so he didn't do quite as well and therefore didn't quite make varsity. But they, uh, you know, the time they spent together, uh, you know, he would help her with schoolwork. She would get him, you know, she would take him to various local high school parties. And they always had each other's back. And they were always very close growing up, despite their differences, until he went away to college and then just got wrapped up in classes and those friends. And it would be the occasional Facebook post or the occasional email, text message, phone call. But it had kind of been regulated, and there had been a bit of a distance there. Jacob's not going to know all about that, but he would know that from his mother and from her recounting of the tales that there had been all these stories where it's very clear that these are close siblings. You know, they hung out. They went to places together. They enjoyed each other's company. They complimented each other well. And then all these stories and recountings and tales and jokes and anecdotes really hit a hard wall right around the time that Terrence moved away. And he may have picked up on kind of a, a wistful somberness from that that hmm, there's all these stories and everything was great 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 but isn't it weird how all of mom's stories hit a wall at you know when she was 20 and then terrence turned 18 and he moved away and she probably clearly misses that relationship and its closeness they still keep in touch but it's performative and nominal and not the highlighted thing. She has a kid. She made friends with other people who had kids. And therefore, he has friends who were the sons and daughters of the friends of his mother. And so although he's heard all this stuff, he's never actually encountered it himself. It's all history. It's all, well, my brother this, and my brother this, and your uncle that. But none of it seems real because he's never encountered any of it himself. His path went elsewhere. Indeed. He may uh, he may very well have recounted how his mother told him of a story wherein they were all out drinking uh, in a field one night about a quarter mile from the high school and a half a mile from the local Dairy Queen uh, where there was a clearing and they were having a bonfire having a couple of drinks as high school kids and then boop, boop, red and blue lights kicked on the tires of those old Crown Vicks rolled up, and most of the kids ran out and, and just and just dashed. And you know she ran and hid out in the field, and her brother, Terrence, calmly uh, you know took a bottle in his hand and then flicked it behind his back and pretended as if he was scratching it, 
and then talk to the cops. And although she couldn't quite make out what he said, he didn't get arrested. Jacob, uh, Jacob, Big Jake says that he can't imagine his mom getting in trouble with the cops. That's crazy. His mom was always real nice, involved with the church a little bit. Well, you know, a little bit for Alabama, because then he starts talking about how he knows to sell. It's not nearly as big up here. He tells you that he's on the football team, but he really wants to take this opportunity to do something with his life and his education that he's got coming, rather than just, you know, banking all on football. Because, you know, people can get hurt. And you never know when your when your career could be at an end. So he's he's going to be smarter than. Well, it's not a bad idea, Jake. And as far as your mom never being in trouble with the cops, well, she wasn't in trouble with the cops. I didn't get in trouble with a lot of my fellow peers because of her, and she didn't get in trouble with the occasional authority figure because of me. <sighs> I think she always said I had the uh, gift of gab, but. That's either here nor there, is it? As far as your own career and future? <sighs> All right. All right. I can respect that. You want to you do something. I mean, use football as an end. <sighs> Did you actually get a full ride? Did he get? Yeah, 100%. Like, he, he wouldn't have got a full ride at, like, Alabama, but he definitely gets a full ride at this place. He's he's a he's a relatively big fish in a small pond. Like it's one of those things where it's like you can be the fourth string and not you know guy in Alabama, or you can go to like Boston College and be like the motherfucking man, but you're probably not going to get the same scout time, right? Well, I'm I'm hoping that here I can get established and people might recognize my talent. I could get to a a bigger not that and he gets a little embarrassed for a moment. Not that there's anything wrong with 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 this school, you know, given as you. You work here and stuff, but the. Oh, I'm not offended at all by ambition. I I appreciate it. I mean, I like my place here. I do well, but uh, I have no particular loyalty to it. Frankly, beyond uh, as a place of employment. So, <laughs> if you're expecting me to be all rah rah with the bar hat and uh, and branded socks, I, I'm afraid I'll have to disappoint. He says, like, I, because we're in like March ish time. I would have came in, you know, found junk, but I didn't realize that it happened to be that this was the, the school that you were working at when I when I came here back in the semester. Uh, it was only through, you know, in my, my talking with Ma back home that we came to realization that this is, this is where you were. And it's like, gee, it's just such a small world, isn't it? Yeah, that's what they say. So what did make you want to come here? Oh well, they were willing to pay most of my most of my tuition, and I still got to play. Ah, I see. Not quite the uh, LSU's or the uh, University of Miami's, or are they still relevant? Oh, they're still they're still pretty good schools, pretty pretty well respected schools. Now you see football. It, it depends a lot upon what school you're coming from, because there are certain schools that are known for certain things. Back at Bama, you know, there's he just goes off on sports. Uh, does Terrence have any interest or knowledge of the, the no, brand old he, gridiron? No, no, he does not have. Oh, okay, so sports ball. Okay. Uh, he will humor him. He'll just. Uh, 
have a, a, a crooked grin and smile and just let him wax poetic about sport. He's very enthusiastic about, you know, football in particular, but, you know, he's excited about most sports. Uh, he doesn't like baseball. I don't think it's, it's too many gigs too long. It's not enough to do. His not mind enough. starts to wander, you know, not enough activities. And yet, Jake, you kind of come across the uh, the key problem, which is it's all temporary, isn't it? I mean, it's it's, it's sports is great. You know, you go out and you, uh, you do the thing and you win the sports ball and you get the touchdowns. But how long does that last? It seems by you coming here, you sort of acknowledge that it's fleeting. Well, I'm hoping that after a year or two here, I can transfer to another school. Well, I don't want to say respected school, but on school, a more historic school in the in the world of football, so that when the draft comes up in a couple of years, I can be scouted and then move on to a a full professional team. But then after after my career. I want to be able to use the stuff that I learn to improve other people's lives. You know, I need to know about, and he, he struggles for a minute trying to think what he needs to know about. Uh, he very much reads as a liberal arts major or an undeclared in his first uh, freshman year, not really knowing what he wants, but at the same time, knowing that he wants something. Um, like some business degree or something where this way I can you know run a run a business and employ some people that may not have had a great chance or something open up something back home oh so my nephew's come here to be the next great football star parlay that into a larger football career and then what sell protein powders that you can donate to a charity Nutrition is a very serious part of workouts. He motions to his, <laughs> his not exactly cut physique, but his impressive physique. Now, when you go to have your workout, and you know what? We can go and do some workouts together. It'll be a good balance. But you got to have your protein right before you get started. So that this way, as soon as you're you're getting into it, your muscles have the building blocks they need to improve and to grow better. Well, now that, he'll point at him with his left index finger as he takes a, the thinnest sip of coffee. That, I have to say, I'm completely simpatico with. I don't know what that means, Unc. <laughs> well, maybe those English Comp 2 professors have their work cut out for them, but the point being is that generally, I agree. Glad to hear it. Well, I guess I'm just a little bit thunderstruck, to be quite honest. I mean, you're, you're all grown up. I mean, I just, I feel like I blinked. Maybe time flies when you get older. It's one of those things you learn. Reading all about history and dusty tomes, your own history kind of sneaks up on you. Be aware of that, by the way. He pulls out a little notebook something you put in your pocket. You can see that it has X's and O's and lines and stuff drawn. But he turns it to a new page and begins to write down your little... Your own history sneaks up on you. Bam. Yeah. There you go. Gee, Unc, this has just been swell. 
Indubitably. It, it is good to see you, though. In, in all seriousness and actuality, it's wonderful to see you. And how how is your mother doing? I mean, she's she's doing great. That's good. That's good. I, I know I should call her more. I'm not so sure she would tell me if she was not doing all right. You know, she doesn't like to make me worry. Huh. Well, fair enough. That makes sense. He'll smile and look down at his coffee. I know I should call her more. Does she still talk about me? Not so much. She's, uh, and he plays with his coffee a little bit, looking at the nearly empty cup. Uh, she, she's kind of busy. She was working real hard to help me get into school. Parents will frown and look down. Well, that's fair, I guess. Adults get busy. Part of, uh, part of the deal, I guess. But, uh, well, if you have to talk to her before I do, tell her I said hello. Yeah, he pulls out his phone, scooches around to sit next to you, and goes to take a selfie with you to send to his mom. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, hey. And he'll sit alongside of his nephew. Awkwardly, with a, uh, Slightly off smile and wide eyes. Uh, he's got a big dumb smile. Uh, takes the picture, sends it off, and uh, sends it off a text right after us saying, "Look who I found." He's probably at work now, as he checks the time. Uh, then I don't know. Do you think it's been? Do you think it's time for your, or do you think that it's, uh, it hasn't been long yet? It's probably been about maybe almost an hour, and it's about a 10 minute walk, and he has to be in class in about an hour. So, uh, Terrence will look at the, uh, at his watch. He has a Timex weekender. Is that expensive? Uh, not particularly, but it's a old school analog watch with like a leather strap. By being vaguely hipstery, you know, respectable. Mm-hmm. Well, Jake, uh, it's it's been great catching up, and uh, come by and see me definitely. But you know, uh, he'll he'll reach to his pocket and pull out a piece of paper. This is my uh, this is my phone to my to my office. Leave me a voicemail if you ever want to meet up or chat. Drop me a line, and we'll arrange something. I'm uh, happy to do that. Uh, I have got to go. My class is soon. I mean, you know. No, I I get it. I get it. They they say that if the teacher is more than ten minutes late, class is, class is canceled. So you got to get there on time. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's what they say. Although if they did try to pull that, oh, they they would uh, they would be it'd be an interesting this class. I'll tell you that. But I gotta go. Uh, have a great night, but definitely leave me a voicemail. And, uh, yeah. I'll catch you, uh, later on this semester. Uh, he stands when you stand. He gives you a big hug, just as like a. I sure will. Oh, this is happening. We're hugging him out. Yeah, he's he's a hugger. Hate to tell you. <sighs> yeah, and he'll, and as he's dropped back to his feet, Terrence will take the, uh, 
you know, his hands on the on his jacket, kind of like straighten it. <coughs> yeah, straighten it out, straighten it down. You know, push yep. it all the wrinkles. As Terrence is heading to his class for this evening, what are his thoughts? <sighs> what the fuck was that? What the fuck? Oh, that picture. Do I? Do I? Do I? What do I look like? What am I supposed to look like? Ah, fuck. What do I say? Um, uh, fuck, what, what am I going to do? Is he hear the whole semester? Of course he's to hear the whole semester. That's how semesters work. Fuck. He's getting more and more agitated as he walks, as he starts to compound his mind, problem after problem, and how they compound with other problems, and how these are complications and these are issues that could arise and be things he has to deal with in an already busy situation. He's got more going on than he ever had before. There is indeed a lot going on, and he does now have that problem that he's going to have to look to see how he's going to solve. And he walked with his head down with purpose, step, step, almost a, a, an, an angry march towards the lab. Cool. So you get to your class, you begin your lecture. Do you want to roll to see how well your teaching goes, or do you just, you know, how well do you think his lecture goes oh, he definitely brings some fire into it I mean, he's an opinionated an opinionated man but he's definitely going to be tinging this one with a certain amount of value statements that he would generally avoid in terms of like this architectural style is good or this one is bad uh he's probably talking something about ooh, won't be a good one uh like greek revival how about that Right. Greek revival would be the type of uh, giant plantation home you have in the antebellum South. Big white columns, giant porches, very Greek in its vibe in terms of the columns, high ceilings, uh, lots of uh, you know to the extent there's art is going to be your your marble, your you know your uh, you know Grecian Roman type of statues, statuary. And he is going to be shitting on it, and how it's just absolutely overdone, and gauche, and gross, and indicative of decadence, to the point of being absurd. You know, and not that I'm against decadence, mind you, but at least have a point. Don't be facile. But I roll something. Is there a uh, a dip performance, maybe? Uh. Up to you. You could do something like, uh, like a performance plus charisma, or uh, performance or charisma plus academics, or something like that. Let's see, performance, charisma, modifier zero. What? How would I put academics in there? Or would it be an academics role? It it would be academics and charisma, or you could do performance. And charisma, which like whichever is, they're both three, so it's going to be kind of the same general. Cool. All right, we have uh, successes are zero, despite four fucking dice. Although I do great on the hunger. I don't, I don't know what two successes on hunger do. Uh, they're just regular successes unless they're ten. Okay. Your students aren't exactly blown away by your fervor. Maybe. You're more distracted or not as eloquent as you think tonight. Maybe it's just not a subject they really care about. But I think it's off. I think his composure is is normally more solid 
and he's in command. And today he's clearly agitated. There's something bothering this person to the point that their professional, professorial facade has faltered. And so that in and of itself, regardless of what it is, is concerning to your average student. You know, there's this kind of like, this is the professor. And they're the the person who's up there in command, leading the classroom. And this guy is like a bit too pissed to be holding that austere, solid leadership vibe. Let me do this. Does he usually use when he is teaching? Ooh. I think he builds up to it, yeah. I don't think he opens up, but I think he goes the first. I definitely think he builds up to it. And okay. and therefore, yes, I think he does use it. I mean, why not? So, do you think he uses it tonight? Or do you think he's thrown off his game and doesn't? Yeah, I think he is. I think he's thrown off. This has been, okay. there's, there's been a lot going on. And so, uh, I mean, he's still an excellent, amazing, wonderful, fucking inspirational motherfucker. He doesn't need to do that. Uh, he, he can maintain the thoughts of his sister and his fucking out-of-nowhere nephew and still be an amazing person who holds his class in absolute rapture. Until he looks up and realizes that, oh, they're, they're not enraptured like they usually are tonight. Indeed. And if he realizes oh. that... He'll catch a frog in your throat for at least a moment. Uh, it's up to you whether or not you think he realizes that, because it could go like a, as a thing at this point, because he's so riled up and stuff. Um, but nonetheless, your your class comes to a close for the night. Um, what's he up to? Yes. Well, after class... Uh, or, or towards the end of class. <sighs> and as usual, we'll be heading out to uh, Dickie's Lanes for a little after-class discussion. Those who wish to attend may. If not, that's fine. But uh, if you want to have a few of the finer points of architecture, and he'll put his hand on his forehead, and, uh, you know, those who practice it, by all means, show up, and we'll have an evening of conversation. Is he intending to try to feed, or is he... Absolutely, yes. We're going to Dickie's Lanes. We're going to talk about architecture and architects and in his solid gold opinion about them, as well as, as feed. Cool. So, we have a couple of options here. One, you can use a point of your herd and not have to worry about making a hunting roll to somebody alone in a way that uh, allows you to have a little sip or we can make a roll while you're there. No, we'll be using the uh, we'll do it the easy the, way. The easy way? Excellent. Yeah. Uh, uh, you are currently at Hunger 2 if memory serves. Indeed. So you can take that down to Hunger 1. Just by using one point in your herd, you cannot go to zero unless you kill somebody. Which I don't imagine is your intention. Not quite, no. Not, not yet. Alright, wonderful. Um, What is your after private tutoring time usually consist of? We will head to this, uh, this hotel that 
I've recently taken control of. Mm, your your personal domain. Indeed. Excellent. How do you drive? Take public transit or ride share? Or... Yeah, he'll, he'll take an Uber over there. Arriving home, for the lack of a better word, to your personal domain, the Croker House Inn. Uh, you are dropped off out front. This is one of a couple of franchises, I guess is the word, that are throughout the city. Uh, nice little Motel 6 quality place. The kind of place where people are going to come through and stay and not stay for long, just long enough to get on the road the next morning. The kind of place that makes it really convenient to get a little little blood from people on the regular without causing a whole lot of disturbance amongst the locals. You're dropped off by your Uber, walking into the front lobby, the lights are on. Can you go ahead and roll me awareness plus wits? Dose. Dose. The easy and immediate things that you notice is that there has been crime here. The cash register that sits at the front desk here in the little lobby, there is a computer attached to underneath. The drawer is open. The cash is cleaned out. The computer is missing. The door to the manager's office that is off of this room is creaked open. There's no signs of, like, a struggle or a gunshots. There's no signs even of the cops being involved. Parents glowers. Yeah? He approaches the door behind the desk. Okay. Groups up to it, and then we'll slam it open, and then completely cover the door, placing himself in its breach. There's nothing of interest there. He's panting in anticipation. Totally. Hackles raised. There, I lied. There is a small bit of notice there in that the tape of the box of VHS tapes for the CRTV is. Or, I'm sorry. That the box of tapes for the CCTV is missing, including the tape that would have been in the recording uh, in there to be recorded on this evening. Okay, so there's no person behind the counter. The key is gone. The door is open. The cash register is ripped open. Money is gone. VHS is gone, right? Yeah. <sighs> He'll walk back behind the front desk and slam the cash register shut. Motherfuckers! Uh, cool. So we're going to... I'm going to mention a mechanic here. It's called a frenzy test. When... People get real angry that happen to be vampires. Well, sometimes that little monster inside of you uh, likes to come to the forefront and be really mad. Do you think that Terrence is in a situation where he might risk a frenzy? Yeah. Okay. All the way on the bottom of your sheet, there is a little button that says frenzy test. Uh, we have a one. If a one success? Yes. I've got bad news for you, sir. One success is not the number of successes that you would have needed. What what, what do you need? Two? Uh, in this situation, under these provocations, it would be a two. Okay. 
How many uh how many dice did it roll for my own? Uh six. Do me a favor, roll me one more, just manual slash R one D ten. Alright. Fuck. I guess that means it's still a failure. There we go. Fail. <laughs> cool. Never mind. Still a frenzy. Yeah, we're pissed. Uh given as there is nobody else around at the moment. Um like no other players or NPCs or anything. We're going to cut ahead some measure of time as Terrence loses himself to his beast. And you're going to... Let me think here. Does this involve destruction of property or hunting for blood? A little bit of both? Well, I was going to ask what Terrence is mad at. I mean, existentially, the world. But uh, I mean, if if it's just a temper tantrum, that's fine. It's it's who the fuck I, I don't fucking need this right now. And so he's just gonna take the character and slam it against the wall as it shatters against the sheetrock, putting a hole into it, and then punch through the front wall behind the, that makes the counter, like makes that little wall that divides like where the people are from the person is behind the counter, and just put a fist sized hole through that motherfucker. Sure. So, you come back to after seeing Red for who knows how long at the moment. You would have to like look at your phone and shit and figure it out and try to like parse how long you've been lost to the beast. But you come back to the pair of monitors that were still on the desk that were connected to the uh, the operating system for the hotel destroyed. They are screens cracked, thrown across the floor. Part of the counter itself is just a wreck. In the office itself, it looks like it has been off completely. The the chair is busted. The drawers are all pulled out, thrown all over the floor. The TV, the CCTV that was here, busted. The camera that would be recording from the lobby, busted. Um, just roll me, let's say, four dice to tell me how many successes you got. Do we do? All right. Uh, two. Okay. With your two successes here, uh, none of the nearby rooms have awoken to your temper tantrum to come out and see what the fuck is making all of that noise. So you got a little lucky on that. Uh, but you are standing in a giant mess that you have made. What would you like to do? He'll brace himself on the countertop. And he'll slowly start putting the room back together to the extent that he can. Is this more or less the last thing he does tonight? Yeah, he's going to do this, and then uh, he's already fed for the evening, so he was gonna, he's going to do this and just finish that the fuck up and then turn into bed. Where is or his I bed? guess coffin. Uh, let's see. I think he's going to have a room on the third floor of this motel. Okay. And it's one of these motels where there is no, like, internal hallway. It's just, like, all external rooms. So you take stairs that are external up to your floor and then walk along, like, a catwalk or a sidewalk that's or, uh, just, just a way, right? And then you open the door. And it does have electronic key cards. It is at least that new. You know, chunk, chunk. 
and uh, he's going to go into a room with aluminum foil on the windows. Unless there's anything else you want to to do this evening, the door will he'll slam the door behind him. Just pissed off. Yeah, imagine the camera as this person just like heavy step on part, you know, a, a purposeful step, step, step up the staircase or up this stairwell. He gets there, he walks along. And then you see the aluminum foil covering windows. It's the one place that looks a little different because it's reflecting the light from the local light uh, or the, the local uh, you know lamps, street, uh, street lights. Opens the door, goes inside, slams it shut, and the aluminum foil shutters. Aaron's not having a good night. It is three three of two threes, uh, March third, twenty twenty three. This is oh, let's go fly a kite. I see what you did there. <laughs> Good, I'm glad. Uh, I am just transitioning into the bedroom so that I am not a bother, and. Uh, and comes to another door that says, uh, this door would have your name on it, or you think it would just be, you know, office? No, there would be a slot where a name would be, like, like be able to be slid into it in a standard issue, like, plastic pre-printed name title, but there's just nothing slid into the bracket. Gotcha. Sorry, give me, give me one second. I got a little leprechaun chasing in here. You gotta get those leprechauns. Are you being a bad kitty? He's being bad. I can see his eyes as you say it. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, yep, there you, I heard the, the dice roll go. Uh, we have uh, successes are zero, despite four fucking dice. Although I do great on the hunger. I don't, I don't know what two successes on hunger do. Uh, they're just regular successes unless they're ten. Okay. I guess, what's that mean? Well, that means it, it's a total of two successes. Which indicates that I explode into a, oh, a super no. vampire, or what does it, what does it mean? <laughs> no, it's it's just two successes. Uh, two successes is a pretty standard difficulty for most things that aren't. So, you, like, you go out there, you give your, your lectures and stuff for the night. Um, All right. Is it bad that I had zero normal successes? No, you're you're fine. Because, like, it's... Your dice roll numbers on your hunger dice only matter if they're ones or tens. Anything else, they're just regular successes or regular failures. Okay, I, I get that, but, but the performance, the aspect of, like, I am the teacher, was right. four dice with zero successes. Which I would think would be bad. Right, but then there's also the hunger dice that are, you know, that are included with that. Ah! So your entire dice picks. Four of those dice are regular dice. Two of those dice are hunger dice. I knew dice. that. I knew that, motherfucker. Yeah. And button. I went. <laughs> Don't worry. There's oh maybe a while before this comes out. I gotta fucking figure out the the things. So. It... Let me uh.
Well, I guess we can leave the boys in here and we can cut this part and post. Um, questions, comments, concerns? Uh, I'm good. How are you? <laughs> that's that's my feeling. Questions, comments, concerns? Uh, I'm good. We're going to figure out who Terrence is and why he's so angry at everything all the time. Um, I hope that Jake was kind of what you had in mind. Uh, uh, not quite, but I like this guy. That's fine. I'm cool. Okay. I think it's great. It's just it's just not what I had in mind, and that's great. And that's that's fine. Uh, what what more so did you have in mind as far as as far as old Jakey boy? Oh, I guess I thought that he would be. How would I put it? Uh, a little bit more purposeful in his selection of the college, and maybe he is. Maybe that's just a maybe that's just an angle. I thought it would be this, like, you know, I want to have a connection with my uncle, not like, I want to go to the university and this happens to be the place where my uncle is. Which may be true. That's about it, frankly. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things that overlap. I think I think a lot of the stuff that I was thinking is more of an internal dialogue, which may or may not, you know, you may be playing it close to vest. I don't want to know. Getting real quiet. No, I see that you DM'd me. Uh, the Night Shift guy's name is Silas Cartwright. Oh, okay. Well, that, in that case, whoopsie doop. I was trying to help. <laughs> trying no, you, to were, you were good, and it's been a a hot minute since the uh, the coterie has been here. So, uh, I don't exactly remember exactly everything. To and I didn't know if there was a person there. So, like, you didn't mention anything, or how that there was a guy who was supposed to be there missing. And oh, uh, yeah, so I'm I didn't know how to play I, that. I had that is my bad that I should have brought that up. So he, he wasn't like, where the fuck is Silas? I, I wasn't sure that there was a Silas. <laughs> so I was like, fuck it, we're just going to be mad. So part of it is because we had talked a couple of times about different things. And I remember bringing him up there. And then sometimes, you know, the brain does, uh, doesn't sort things in all the places that need to be sorted. Uh, but, you know, it's something that can be easily handled the next time. Uh, so I guess let me because it's like ten o'clock here. I don't know if you have have bedtime. How are you feeling about that? Do what? I'm sorry. One more time. I'm getting a little pumpkin. I apologize. That that was exactly my question. What? Um, <laughs> why am I getting tired? <laughs> that it that it was ten o'clock, and I wasn't sure how you were feeling as as if you wanted to continue going with stuff. I can. Give me, give me, let me get a little more. I mean, I'm down. I, I thought that was it. Are we? Do we have more to go? Does Silas wake up the next day? That could be it, or we could go into the next day. What do you want to do? Do you feel froggy? No, I'm good. If, okay. if you're good. All right. I am good. Just, let me just reset the. We can have a second file. And then. Uh... This Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle is a non official fan created work by the Without a Net podcast. Portions of the materials used in this actual play are the copyrights and trademarks of Paradox Interactive AB and are used with their permission. All rights are reserved. For any further information in those regards, or maybe upcoming releases, eh? You can find them at worldofdarkness.com.